My name is Richard, and I'm just some guy who realized he could talk about whatever. But if you ask me to talk about whatever, I won't. Uh, the advice and realization you hear are from my experience and my brain. I'm no professional. I'm just some guy with a mic. This is episode four. Yes, I am now telling you the episode you are in. Why? Several reasons, but if you want to hear the main one, well, do you want to hear the main one? If you don't, you can cover your ears for like five seconds. I suggest you do that now. It's because I want to. Hi, okay, you should be back now if you covered your ears. Um, to those who listened, we're on the same page now, me and you. Me, you, and all the other people who are listening separate from you. Unless you're listening in a car with other people. In that case, hello, others. I'm sorry your friend dragged you into this situation, but hopefully you can uh, continue on listening on your own. And then that way you don't have to suffer through this and you can go back to listening to music. In fact... Um, if you, if you played this in front of your friends and thought it was a great idea, unless you really know your friends and you feel that you're not going to be judged by them after listening to this with you, um, go ahead and turn this off and listen to music. I'd rather, I'd rather everyone enjoy it, uh, on their own time. But like I said, if you feel like you have no judgment coming from their end, you can you do what you want. I suggest going to music though. Is your friend shaking their head no, or are you by yourself alone, and you're just waiting for this bit to be over with? Okay, um, you don't have to respond to these things, but how are you? What did you do today? It is fun if you do, because then I can ask, did you accomplish anything today? If not, you can accomplish getting through this episode, which might be the most difficult thing if you're someone who wants structure and order. And ironically, in a very opposite way, I have a script. Um, I'd also like to throw out the social platform you can use to talk to me during your listen of the show, unless you're driving. Don't use this. Don't do that while you're driving. I don't encourage it. It's on Instagram only for now. I don't think I'll go anywhere else, but we'll do that for now. Um, and the account name is at Garen Podcast. G-A-R-I-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. The profile picture is the same logo as the one you see on wherever you listen to this episode. It's a teal background with the title The Garen Podcast Project. Because why spend more time developing a more official logo? I don't know. Talk to my manager. I don't have one. When I go off script, I'm just going to tell you. But I'll ease my way back into my script so it's less abrupt. Uh, there may be a few tangents. A phone went off. Or more. And I might forget some things. Which is why in this episode, for the first time, I am creating a new segment at the beginning of the introduction if needed, called Loose Ends, where I tie up any loose ends from the previous episodes, um, 
and I like lost track or whatever. And I never, I like, I start a sentence and I say, here's why. And then I immediately lose track and I start like saying things and I decide to give up on it. Here's one of those loose ends. And yes, now begins our loose ends segment. In one of the previous episodes, which by the way, I will be taking note next time of which episode I found the loose end in, I said, band teacher said practice makes permanent and went on a tangent and never came back to explaining that quote. The point is that you could be practicing the wrong way and if you keep going that way, it'll be hard to undo when it's time to learn the better way. Also, I remember her name, the band teacher's name, but for the sake of her privacy, I'd rather not mention it because I don't really know how all this stuff works still. I'm, I'm just kind of like coming out of my shell, you know, crawling out of the rock that I've been like sweating in for the past four years, five years, more than that. Let's say 25, 25 years. Um, I'd rather not mention it. I just was stuck about it for a minute, and I wanted to let you, the listener, know that I remembered it. Do you feel proud of me, or does it not matter? That's it for Loose Ends. Uh, Let's get into the episode. Let's talk social. This is an outline, so I kind of don't have a script, but I'm hoping to get some mileage out of of the outline. Um, Maybe I'll give an example of each, each thing. And hopefully that doesn't go on too long. Okay, when someone doesn't pass the ball back, as in they continue to keep talking, right? Like, let's say I sent you a question, and then I answer it. Like, who does that? Why would you ask a question and then answer it yourself? I don't understand that. Unless you're trying to be rhetorical. But if you're trying to be rhetorical, just just tell me. I get tired. Okay, but this doesn't count. This is a podcast. It's only it, it really is a one-way thing. So don't don't do this to me. Anyway, I get tired of people just being like that. Just so what happens when you cross the road without pressing the button to cross the road? You're going to get you're going to confuse people. I don't know. I I can't come up with a good example cuz I'm not I don't know if I'm rhetorical, if I use rhetorical, ugh, if I use rhetorical questions enough. Yes, these are all staying in. I don't, uh, I don't use it enough, I think. I think I'm very direct, and if I ask people questions, I am genuinely trying to get them to answer it. Um, and it's not cool, I think it's not cool to, to just, like, ask people a question, answer it yourself. That's weird. Anyway, when someone doesn't pass the ball back, and they continue to keep talking, how do you deal with this? Well, I've got three points to consider. One, you might have openings. And this it comes from um, maybe they're anxious and the way they ease their anxiety is to talk more. Sometimes they'll, they think... Some people, they have a very short patience, which is something interesting I've found this year, that they have a very short patience. And so when they ask a question not ask a question if, if they don't ask a question but when they make a, a statement um and they pause for like barely a second to them they've paused for an eternity for you to respond and because of that they're getting you know they they need to like keep talking um and when you're anxious about 
keeping a conversation going or not seeming a certain way to people, you start to get desperate for, you know, grabbing at straws of like things to say. So maybe you might have openings, but they're hard, harder to find. They're there, but they're harder to find because this person's anxious and they need to keep talking to ease their anxiety. Uh, another point to consider is you might have to put up your hand or express that you're ready to share. Uh, some people, they're visual learners. So if you if you bring up your hand, basically raise your hand to be like, hey, by the way, that's a good point. What I like to do is that is um, you didn't see, but I put my finger out and I was pointing. But I like to do that where someone says something and I know they're just going to keep rambling on and I bring my finger up and I make like an expression on my face saying, oh, yes, that's a good point. And I like kind of like put it in their face like, hey, by the way, that's interesting. I want I have something to say about that. And then I follow up with that's a good point because blah, 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 blah. You know, and I add my my piece to it. Um, Conversations are really complicated. I'm realizing now that I keep breaking them down every week. But I'm enjoying it because I'm actually, it's kind of like helping me reinforce a lot of what I'm, I'm teaching. Teaching? Is it teaching? I hate that. I, I'm sharing it. And if you learn anything out of it, great. If not, and you're like, this is something I've, I've known all my life. Why are you talking about this? Because I didn't know this all my life. I, I have to learn these things. Okay, guys, I'm kind of, kind of uh, uh, insecure about that, but it's okay. We'll get over that. But finger up and the pointing anyway at some point you'll have to put up your hands make some sort of gesture with your face to say hey i actually have something to share with that or to relate to on that and it'd be nice to share it um and then you know just let them keep talking and eventually you'll find something that that matches with what you want to say and and then you can continue that way although this could get exhausting um having to like throw your hand up or it becomes a habit where now you do it with everybody and then you have total control over the com- every conversation ironically um and the third point is you might need to listen and let them know you're listening sometimes people over explain because they don't know when you've gotten the got the point they will just keep repeating the same thing so like the people who get it right now you you can move on from this segment and you can go into my epiphanies but to those who still don't get it sometimes you have to just really pay attention to what they're saying and then repeat to them what you've what the their point is um this isn't like encouraging interruptions unless that's something they like you know each person's different but this isn't encouraging like yeah 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 i get it i get it here's a point it's more like you're listening, you're listening, and you're repeating what they're saying and possibly finishing their sentences. And it's a timely thing that that you have to practice. Kind of a tool. It's a, a timeliness is a tool um, that you have to uh, get used to doing. Um, but that's it. Those are our, our our points in Let's Talk Social. And now we'll get we'll get into my epiphanies. Your surroundings become the norm. For example, I surround myself with different kinds of people, different kinds of persons with varying interests. 
So it's normal for me to be in a group where our opinions vary drastically, or some of our opinions. Uh, maybe another example is in the TV show How I Met Your Mother, and the character Barney Stinson lived by the bro code. And I'm not going to dive too much into it, but the epiphany is that if you surround yourself with people, the epiphany and example is that if you surround yourself with people who live by these rules unironically, because I kind of think it's a joke, you'll find yourself believing in them yourself, believing in the, the rules. And anyone stepping out of those rules, they're usually like reprimanded and they're reminded that uh, they made a mistake and broke a bro code. So what's the significance in pointing this out, this epiphany? What's the, what's the importance? Well, have you ever caught yourself telling someone they made a social mistake? This might be a personal experience from me, maybe. I don't know. It just happens. Let's say someone tells you that they like your shirt or a piece of jewelry and you say thank you. Thinking nothing else of it, you walk away appreciating the compliment. Unknowingly, though... Your complimenter is offended that you didn't return the favor of appreciating what they have on. How are you supposed to know they were fishing for compliments? You're used to friends giving compliments and not needing one in return. You're used to complimenting people and not expecting a compliment in return as well. So it's because of the way you were brought up as a social person that you didn't catch that offense. Or if it's normal for you to open the door for anyone, you wouldn't find it weird for a guy to hold the door open for another guy. It's just something that happens. Or you wouldn't find it offensive if a girl held open held the door open for you if you were a guy, etc., etc. My point is that your perspective on others might not always match up as you think. And it's good to test waters and see where people are at when it comes to social etiquette and mannerisms. Well, that's about it for our, well, my epiphany. Uh, if you had the same epiphany as me, uh, that'd be kind of cool. But um, since I'm the only weirdo in the world who's paying attention to these things, um, I highly doubt it. Let's go into our uh, top five discover songs. Okay, just a reminder, this is in no particular order, and I will begin reading the script. I believe this is exactly what I want to say. Jealous Time Steals by David Knudsen. Knudsen? It's K-N-U-D-S-O-N. I think it's Knudsen, but I, I don't know. And Jake Snyder. It's an indie rock genre. I think it's about returning to a relationship that was broken off by jealousy. So let's say you're dating someone who really cares about you, but you can't get over your ex. You're jealous of that person they're dating, and be because uh, it could have been you. Sorry, I'm going to do that line over again. You're jealous of the person they're dating because it could have been you. Now you're wasting time being jealous of the new boyfriend or girlfriend who's with your ex who doesn't care for you anymore by the way, and your current relationship is, is suffering. But the song, I think, is about mending the time wasted and returning full-hearted to your current relationship and getting over the old one so that you're not even aware of time anymore. So much so that time doesn't exist. Who believes in time? 
when you have a love like this. Um, I mainly like it because the two artists are from their original band, Minus the Bear, and I like that band because of the vocalist Jake Snyder and the weighty guitars. Next song, All Through the Day by Las Los. It's actually a soul genre. It's about thinking a lot about someone who makes you feel good. Someone who you value the most. Next song is Headgear by Elizabeth Moen. This song is, or her her genre is a, is soul, blues, and electronic. It's about healing parts of you that you've been avoiding, and when, and when those parts do come up, you learn to face it and not run away, accepting the flaws of a anxious, high wired mind and learning to celebrate the small steps to healing. I like it because the lyrics are introspective. And I think more people should listen to songs like this that deliver a thoughtful message in a well-produced song. Light Me Up by Illiterate Light. It's a mix of indie rock, psychedelia, and atmospheric atmospheric folk. Ah. Opposite to the previous song, it's about recognizing being in a bad place. So much so that the world feels like it's upside down and you don't know who you are. The last thing you can do is wait for someone else to come along because you've been broken down too much. I like it because it's a sounds happy, but it's sad song. And at the three minute mark, the distorted guitars come into play real nicely. Uh, I didn't like enough songs on my Discover Weekly, so here's one of the songs I have in my like songs. It's Chinatown by Bleachers featuring Bruce Springsteen. It's a rock band, Bleachers. It's about chasing a girl and wanting to be with her. That's it. It's simple and to the point, but I really like Bruce's vocals and the synths. It reminds me of an 80s song, especially with the reverb and echo on the vocals. That's it for our top five songs. Discover weekly songs. And now we'll go to song of the week. Trading Doses by Anthony green i've been obsessed with singing in his range and this song made me feel like i could do it of course i couldn't he has such an interesting setup he's built this way so i kept playing it i kept playing the song all week i think it's a great showcase of his style of music as well as how well he handles the higher ranges naturally especially for a guy where we're built more for the lower registers. I do like singing the song um, because it has, you can hear the grittiness in his voice at certain points when he uses it. Like he has control over it. He has control over it in the higher end and the lower end. And I'm like, I can do the higher end. It sounds awful, but I can do it at the higher end with the grittiness. But on the lower end, it's hard for me to get that, that gritty sound. Well... You made it to the end. The outro. Did you hear any of my chair noises? Where I'm adjusting in my seat. Did I say before, did I mention before that this is not in a studio? I think I did. I think I did, but I also think I did, and then I deleted those clips because I was like, eh, it's stupid. Don't mention that. 
keep it mysterious. But then it's like, well, you hear dogs in the background and then you, you know, you don't really hear me talking to someone else. No, this is not in a studio. It's in my room. And you'll hear uh, natural house noises. <laughs> like DJ house. Ah, what a dumb joke. What a dumb joke. If you left early in the last episode because I said you're free to go, you missed out on a couple things. You missed out on Richard After Hours, which is probably going to happen now. So let me explain what After Hours is. It's a new segment, and it is a tool segment that I use to extend the time of my podcast. Because how... How is it that anyone could enjoy a podcast where the length of it is irregular? Am I a professional podcaster? No. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I am an amateur, and I have the worst time with time management. Thankfully, this script got me up to at least, I think it was 20 minutes. Maybe it was less than that. I don't remember where it ended. No, it's like 19 minutes and something seconds. But it got me through most of it, which is good. It's really good. I'm kind of rushing today again because I've got some things to do tonight, hopefully. I don't think the plans are going to fail this time, but I don't know these people too well to think that they're going to pull through or fall through. Um, No hate, just understanding and patterns by the way after hours what is it about it's just me talking now no script just me and you the listener uh maybe i shouldn't do the outro until it's over this is finally over i guess i could tell you about my day today nah that's too personal why don't you want to share personal stuff I I kind of like I kind of like how I've set up this podcast so far. It's vague and cryptic, which is kind of a thing I get a lot from people. Um I love sharing the things I know, but I have a hard time with being specific on things. See, like that. <laughs> I use the word things and stuff and people and you know it's it's not it's not specific so i try to and a lot of it is like i try not to trap myself into a hole where i said this specific thing and now i have to live by it oh man i am very like i need to eat something i had a long day today i woke up at five something in the morning Ooh, did you hear that? My laundry's done. I woke up at five something in the morning and I left the house and I took care of a bunch of errands from, let's see, well, from six in the morning till, I want to say two o'clock, 2 p.m., 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. or six, six, oh, 600 hours to 1400 hours for those of my military time or 24 hour time listeners um 
So I got, I, I took care of a lot of things and it was nice. I had a great time, but I've only had coffee all day today, just coffee. So maybe I'm not in the good state of mind to be rambling, but I, I don't know. It's just, it's like the more I talk, the more I find things to talk about. It's like I'm my, I'm my own reminder, but I'll only remember if I can talk. Ooh, what a bad, what a bad superpower. Would you rather be able to talk about anything, but you have to keep talking to know what you're going to talk about next? Or know what to talk about, but not know how to say it? Man. Ooh, I don't know. Now, the caveat is the say it part. This is all vocal stuff. Verbal. This is all verbal stuff. If you can write it down, maybe that's a loophole. You can pick that second one. You know everything, and you all you got to do is write it down. Um, and if you know everything, then you know how to write. And if you know everything, uh, I guess, no, we're limited, limiting it to knowing what to say. Um, so... It's got to be like you understand what was said and you know what to say next. All you got to do now is just write it down. And uh, that's that's the that's the loophole. Now, knowing what to say, not knowing what to say until you start speaking, it's kind of like ugh, that's that's kind of anxiety. But that's how I live my life, really. I, I, I really, like, just start talking, and then eventually, like, I know what I'm saying. It's like a Michael Scott thing. Uh, it's, that's from The Office, if you've not watched it. I mean, I lived under a rock, but I know what that is. And uh, Michael Scott, he goes, Sometimes I start sentences, and I don't know where they're going, but I know that at some point they'll make it to the end, or something like that. They'll find, eventually, if I keep talking, it'll find its way to the point. And I'm like, that is the most relatable thing that man has ever said. <laughs> um, so there's that. And that's why you get like little silences like just now where I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to say next? Because there really isn't anything to say. Am I supposed... Let me take a step back. After hours is literally this. It's just me rambling, just talking about stuff. Um, and it's used to fill up the time. Uh, why is it used to fill up the time? Because I feel like in the script, when it goes on too fast, you don't really get to uh, hang out with me. <laughs> I, I want you all to hang out with me. Whoa, did I really get past the the 26 minute mark? Wow. Well, uh, yeah, it just gives me a chance to, to just share my talking i guess and how i talk and you get to hang out a little bit longer and if you expected the episode to be 30 minutes and you plan to trip out for like i don't know 35 minutes because that's what i would do and then it ends at the 30 minute mark and you're like ah yeah i can relax and get get my mind ready for for work or whatever you're doing um then you can do that like it's a it, it's this is a regular thing it it's a it's it's around the it's around the like 28 to 35 minute range which is kind of an odd range but that's what i'm doing i'm used to listening to more professional podcasts where they just like they have like a they have a set time of of what they're doing you know for like three segments they'll do 15 minute segment take a break another 
15 minute segment take a break and then they'll do like 20 minutes of something take a break and then like that's let's see that's like they wrap up their episode um so you know that's what the after hours is i'm sorry i just wasted it on (laughs) explaining what it is but it was a new thing in the last episode that a bunch of people a bunch (laughs) at the at the listen here's full disclosure um (laughs) i can't believe i said a bunch um at the recording at the time of this recording i have i had 15 at most 15 listeners and i think five of them were me so just 10 listeners and three i have three followers one of them being me so there's not a bunch of people there's just the one person but here's the other thing i want to shout out to a couple uh couple places someone in germany is listening there goes my phone again someone in germany is listening hello listener over there i got a couple listeners in the in the east side east coast of america united states um hello how are things going over there and uh, i've got some friends here listening where i'm at guess what i'm not going to tell you where i'm at i could be in the east coast but I was gonna say the state, and the and and the city. But then I was like, "Well, I'm dumb. I already I already said last episode." So yeah, I have a few listeners in in Vegas that um, that are here too. So hello, my Vegas listeners. I have someone in the Midwest or somewhere like South. I think Texas. That's listening. Hi, howdy. Was that mean? Did was that not nice? I never know, like, like when I greet people, I'll just be like, hello, and then, you know, whatever. But then when it's like, when someone makes it a point that they are like a cult, they're like in a culture of a type, um, and then I hear them talking, somehow my brain decides to just copy their accent as best as it can. And then when I say hi to them or talk to them, they just go, I, 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 I just go, hello and it's like wow that's offensive you know like you're just mocking them in their face (laughs) but when i think about it it's like well if i if i told someone from any other country that i'm from america they might go howdy and i I would laugh i would actually laugh okay well thank you for listening to the episode i hope you enjoyed it i hope that it wasn't too long or too short and uh maybe you learned something maybe you didn't Maybe you'll listen to the next episode. Maybe you won't. Yes, I am uh, copying something, something, sunscreen. Uh, (laughs) The song. Is it a song? It's a guy reading something. Is it a song? I don't know. I don't know if they took a sample out of it, but this guy is basically, the the idea is he's reading to a, a graduation class, a graduating class and giving them giving them a lot of suggestions but it's like in a in a poetic form um and he goes maybe you'll do this maybe you won't maybe you'll do this maybe you won't but you know and then he keeps talking it's a cool song i like it it's a very like wholesome feel-good song it's supposed to and it's got a beat to it that's why i call it a song but it's, it's, it's wholesome. Anyway, thank you for listening. I'm going to let you go so that I can go and prepare for the day or the night. I hope you all have a good day, good night, good evening, goodbye.